If you found the title of this episode a little triggering, I just want to say in solidarity, in this episode, I'm absolutely talking about my own tendencies as well. If you're an insight junkie like me, always wanting to learn more and understand better, this episode is intended to be the tough love we both need. All right. All right, everyone, take your seats or lace up your sneaks. We're about to get started. Welcome to the Change Academy podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagle, and in this show, we talk about what it takes to create healthier mindsets and habits in our own lives, as well as how we can create healthier communities and workplaces. Whether you're working on your own health and well-being or promoting healthy behaviors is your job, we're going to talk about what works, what's hard, what's needed, and what's next. Let's jump in. A lot of the work that I do with the people that I'm coaching centers around helping them better understand what is really driving their behaviors. And I say really because often it's not what we initially think or say when asked. The things driving our decisions and our behaviors are frequently invisible to us or unacknowledged, and this can result in our acting in ways that aren't aligned with what we say we want. Without insight into why we do the things we do, change, especially lasting change, can be very difficult. But the point I want to make today is that insight alone is not enough. Psychologist Lori Gottlieb, in her book, Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, puts it this way, you can have all the insight in the world, but if you don't change when you're out in the world, the insight is worthless. Insight allows you to ask yourself, is this something that's being done to me or am I doing it to myself? And the answer gives you choices, but it's up to you to make them. Now, you may have heard me talk about the attention, intention, action cycle before. This is a framework that I use in my coaching programs. And there's also an episode in the archives that I'll link to. And in that episode, we talk about making sure that we're not getting stuck in attention or intention, but actually moving through that cycle to taking action. And then, of course, paying attention all over again. And it's really easy to confuse consuming content, whether that's in the form of books, podcasts, or other media, with taking action. It really feels like you're doing something. You're researching or learning. You're thinking, you're planning, and all of those things absolutely have their place, namely in the attention and intention parts of that cycle. But you have to actually take some action if you want to see progress, because action is where the change actually happens. Everything up until then is just preparation. And preparation is good, it's just not sufficient. I think when we find ourselves feeling resistant to taking action for whatever reason, and we can talk about what some of those reasons are, but when we're resistant to taking action, we think we just need a little more inspiration to motivate us. Another podcast episode, another article, another illustrated journal. My former co-host Brock Armstrong has a great name for this. He calls it inspiration porn. And, you know, it does sort of have that addictive quality. But inspiration doesn't get the job done because you can just keep soaking up inspiration indefinitely and it's not getting you anywhere. But okay, let's talk about some of the reasons that we do feel resistant to taking action. I think that they break down into two big categories. The first is fear. We're afraid of taking the wrong action 
or we're afraid that we'll fail. We're afraid that we won't get the results that we're hoping for. And what I want to offer there is that failure is not something we need to be afraid of. Failure is evidence that we've tried, that we've taken action. Moreover, failure gives us valuable information that we can use to try again and eventually succeed. And the other category of resistance is confusion. We're not sure what to do or how to do it, which really, when you think about it, is the fear of doing it wrong. But it keeps us frozen in that information gathering mode in the hopes that we will finally learn the thing that will make it clear. And what we're really looking for there is a guarantee, and that doesn't exist. And I'm going to channel Brock again here because he likes to remind us that often the best way to get more clarity is to actually take action. Action breeds clarity, not research, not inspiration, action. Now, as most of you already know, my area of expertise is nutrition and behavior change. And in addition to this podcast, I have another podcast called The Nutrition Diva, where I talk about the science of food and nutrition. So I share a lot of information. I also include a fair amount of advice on how to take action based on that information. But I'm aware that a lot of people that listen to my podcasts don't take that step. They're just indulging in some inspiration or maybe information porn. But I also get to work with people in group coaching programs and some one-on-one coaching. And the interesting thing is that I share a lot of the same information in those programs as I do in the podcasts. But the people who enroll in programs or decide to work with me as a coach tend to get different results than most of those who simply attend a free workshop or subscribe to the podcasts. Part of it, of course, is that I can offer more individualized support and feedback to my clients and group members than I can to our wider audience. And the programs also offer more structure and some tools and resources that I only share inside of those programs. But it really is more than that. I think part of it is the commitment that people make. When they sign up for a program, they're committing to do the work in a specific way and in a specific time frame, which is really different than browsing a variety of approaches and picking up a little thing from one place and then trying something else for a little while. And there's also the accountability of tracking and measuring outcomes. But I don't just mean external accountability, like to a coach or to a group or to a buddy, although that may play a role. I really mean the internal accountability that happens when we have a clear and meaningful goal and we make a commitment to that goal and not just to a specific approach or tactic. What that means is that if that first thing that we try doesn't work, we don't give up. We just try something else. We iterate, we learn. But most people stop short of making that commitment. They just continue to graze or even binge on self-help content, but they don't put in any consistent, concerted effort. They continue to dream about that outcome that they want to create, but month after month, year after year, they're not really getting any closer. They also tend to collect a lot of excuses and justifications for why they can't take action. They might even occasionally take a few steps, 
but then they get discouraged and they lapse back into that passive consumption mode. So here's the tough love part of this episode. My goal here is not just to offer or to gather insight or information. My goal for you and for myself is to take action based on that information and insight, to learn the things that we can only learn when we try something new. If you're thinking but not doing, if you're learning but not taking action, if you're inspired but not actually progressing, then you are sitting on the sidelines of your own life. And that's not what I'm here for. So here is how you can actually take action on what we're talking about today. You can send me an email and tell me three things. Number one, something you want to create or accomplish that is not yet a reality. Number two, tell me how long you've wanted this. And then number three, and this is the tricky one, what action are you going to take this week to move toward that goal? So at the beginning, I said that this episode was as much for me as it was for you. And in that spirit, I want to share with you my answers to those three questions. But look, listening to my answers enters you into a pact of reciprocity. So if you're not going to email me with your answers, you have to stop listening right now. Okay, number one, something I want to create or accomplish is an in-person retreat with members of my community. That includes listeners, current clients, past clients, a place where we could work together on creating the changes that we want to make in our lives. Number two, I've been wanting to do this since the summer of 2018. That's when the first cohort graduated from the year-long coaching program that we launched in 2017. And by the time we finished that year of work, it just seemed like an in-person event would be such a natural and joyful thing. And number three, the step I'm taking to make that a reality, I just took it. I just told you and a few thousand other people that this is something that I want to do. It's on the record now. So look, as long as you're going to be emailing me anyway with your answers to those three questions, tell me whether an in-person retreat with me is something that you'd be interested in and where your ideal location might be. You can email me at hello at changeacademypodcast.com. That's it for me. I'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, everyone. This has been the Change Academy Podcast with Monica Reinagle. Our show is produced by me, Brock Armstrong. You'll find links to everything Monica mentioned in today's episode in our show notes, as well as on our website at changeacademypodcast.com, where you can also send us an email or leave us a voicemail. If you're finding this podcast helpful, we hope you'll subscribe or even better, give our show a rating or review in your favorite podcast app. Or, best of all, share this episode with a friend or colleague you think would enjoy it. Now here's to the changes we choose.